0: Misfits Audio is somewhat proud to present The Administration, a series written and created by Mike Murphy and starring Joe Stofko as President-elect Richard Duncan and H. Keith Lyons as his chief of staff, Murgatroyd. Episode 3 is entitled She. Mr. Murgatroyd? Mr. Murgatroyd? Her. Why her? Couldn't I get through the next four years without ever seeing
1: her again? Mr. Murgatroyd, the show's begun. I have more important things to worry about than this stupid show. Do tell. I... I don't know if I should. I...
0: Can I trust you? There's no one else here at the moment. Try me. Can you keep a secret? Of
1: course. I'm serious here. This is big-league stuff. If it gets out, it could cost me my job, and if I go, you go. Me? That hardly seems fair. What have I done? It's the way things work in America. But why... Uh, Don't... uh, uh, don't try to make sense of it. It will give you a migraine.
0: Bloody yanks! Can you keep a secret? I certainly can. All these years I've kept that secret about Vicky Lawrence...
1: What secret about Vicky Lawrence?
0: That she's an extraterrestrial. Vicky Lawrence?
1: Uh, the lady who sang the night the lights went out in Georgia and starred on the Carol Burnett show? Is a space alien? Says who? What you just
0: did. Did I? Oh, blast. But enough about Miss Lawrence. She hasn't ordered the mobilization of the interstellar death flotilla, so we Earthlings are safe. For now. Glad to hear it. What's your secret?
1: It involves... Dorothy
0: Duncan. The almost first lady? What about her?
1: She, um... she has the hot for me. (laughs) It's not funny. If anything ever happens, my job could be at stake. And my wife wouldn't be too thrilled either.
0: I've never met Mrs. Duncan. I take it that she is not... Alluring. Not in the slightest. She has all the sex appeal of guacamole. I quite like guacamole. Very old. Well past its prime, guacamole. Why don't you simply tell her that no relationship between the two of you is possible? I've tried.
1: It must be my blasted animal magnetism.
0: No doubt.
1: I barely made it out of Seattle with my dignity intact.
0: What happened in Seattle? Well
1: Duncan had just been declared the winner of the Washington primary. I was getting my coat out of the cloakroom when Oh, Mrs. Duncan.
2: Hello, Murgie.
1: Please, ma'am. You know how I despise that nickname.
2: But it's so cute it fits you. You're my little Margie. Mergie.
1: I prefer to think of myself as everyone's Mr. Murgatroyd.
2: Suit yourself, party pooper.
1: I was just getting my coat. It's raining out there. (laughs) Big surprise. It's warm in here. You must be very proud of your husband. With this win under his belt, he looks assured of the party's presidential nomination.
2: It's all a big yawn. Your husband,
1: possibly becoming President of the United States, is a big yawn to
2: you? It's all just so much spam. Now, us, that's not boring.
1: Mrs. Duncan, you've locked the door.
2: I know.
1: That will make it much more difficult for me to leave.
2: Again, I know.
1: But I already have my coat.
2: It's so noisy out there. It's more private in here.
1: Uh, but b- Private? For whom?
2: For the two of us, silly.
1: Mrs. Duncan, I've told you before that I'm a happily married man.
2: Why this Mrs. Duncan stuff? My friends call me Dorothy.
1: I'd prefer that our relationship remain on a professional level.
2: You're hiding from me, Murgie.
1: You bet I am. Also, I'm armed with a rather expensive-looking umbrella.
2: Come out, come out, wherever you are.
1: Dear me, what happened? Fortunately, one of the walls in the cloakroom had a weak spot.
0: You didn't?
1: Right through. I had to pay the hotel several hundred dollars to have the damage repaired.
0: What a tigress.
1: I had no idea. Well, you can see why I'm nervous. The president-elect is bringing that femme fatale here soon. If she tries anything in front of him... Oh no, it's them! Help me!
0: I'm afraid I left my crucifix at home. But... You're on your own, Mergie. I'll be back here, lurking in the shadows.
1: Thanks a lot.
3: Murgatroyd, I'm so glad you're here. I wish I was. What was that? Oh, nothing. In all the hubbub of the campaign, I can't remember if you've ever met my better half. Well, I...
2: No, we never have met. Mr. Murgatroyd, was it?
3: Uh, yes.
2: Charmed. I'm Dorothy Duncan of the Atlanta Duncans, the future First Lady. I'm pleased to m-
3: meet you, ma'am.
2: My friends call me Dorothy.
3: Well, I'm sure they do. Murgatroyd, Dorothy and I were talking over lunch, and she's not entirely sure what a First Lady does. Uh, could you fill her in? There are many things that will be expected of you, Mrs. Duncan. Your staff will be better able
1: to brief you on that. But the main thing is that you'll need to champion a cause.
2: Like what?
1: Oh, anything. It's entirely up to you. Past First Ladies have chosen things like health care, obesity, and the war on drugs.
2: Oh, those all sound so hard. Maybe I could pick something easier. If you like. What were you thinking? How about littering?
3: She's against it. Good for her. How would you do that, ma'am?
2: By reminding people to put trash in its place.
3: And to wash their hands afterwards. We don't want any extra germs about.
2: Good point. Of course we don't, dear.
3: I suppose we could figure out some
1: noble and visible way for you to champion an anti-littering campaign.
2: Oh, good. I don't want to be a slacker for four years. But I was hoping to have some me-time in the White House, if you know what I mean.
1: Yes, Mrs. Duncan.
3: Dorothy, my dear, it's about time for us to meet with the wife of the vice president.
2: Is it that late already?
3: It is. We did spend a longer time at lunch than I thought we would.
2: I'm sorry, honey, but I simply wasn't going to eat that baked Alaska until they got it right.
3: Oh, I understand, my pet.
2: You're so good to me.
3: Murgatroyd, would you care to visit the future second lady with us? No, thank you. Uh, I have business to attend to here. Very well. Coming, dear?
2: I certainly am. Good day, Mr. Murgatroyd. It was a pleasure.
3: Likewise.
0: I wouldn't want to be you for all the chocolate in Pennsylvania.
2: Thanks.
1: At least the president-elect doesn't seem to know anything about it.
0: He doesn't know much about
1: anything.
2: I forgot my purse, Murgie.
1: Mrs. Duncan, please, put a stop to this.
2: I will not. Rest assured, much like the South, I shall rise again. Now, please! please.
0: Misfits Audio has presented Episode 3 of The Administration, written, created, and produced by Mike Murphy. It starred Joe Stofko as Richard Duncan and H. Keith Lyons as Murgatroyd. Teresa Amico was heard as Dorothy Duncan, Who Shall Rise Again. The assistant producer was Captain John Tadrazak. Post-production was accomplished by Joshua W. Miller. Original music was composed and performed by Sam Wu. Please visit his website at the61.com forward slash Sam1010. The art director is Stephen Sash Scott. The webmaster is April Sadowski. This has been a production of Misfits Audio, copyright 2011, all rights reserved. This is Terry Cooper speaking.
2: Well, who are you?
0: I'm the announcer.
2: What a soothing voice you have. Thank you. I could listen to it all night long.
0: You're too kind.
2: How about you and I meet up later for some drinks? What are you doing?
0: I'm calling the writer. The who? The writer. Do you think this thing writes itself? Uh, Hello, Mike? Jerry here. Um, one quick question. Will I lose this gig if I'm not nice to Mrs. Duncan? Will she be in the next episode? Good. Thank you. I prefer to remain here, where I'm safe.
2: Very well. You're both making a terrible mistake. Men these days.
0: Good work. I'm no fool. She scares me, too.